you know, encouraging me to go legal with it. And I am, so I've, you know, filed my complaint with Texas and I think I have one more file to do federally. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not tolerating this anymore and I don't want other women to either. It's like, you need to wake up and realize that some people absolutely know the kind of leverage that they can pull and they're taking advantage of you with it. It's just, it's disappointing. Welcome to the all American Savage show podcast with your host, John Burke and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. (laughs) All right, welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Glad to have you here with me. Uh, We got a different kind of episode today, and, uh, well... Sure, we're just going to get right into it. So many of you know that Janae Perfectly Flawed apparently does not like me very much. And I don't know why. I'm like, uh, I think I'm a a pretty likable guy. I I don't think I'm that big of an asshole. I mean, I can be an asshole. But I don't know. I thought that I was somewhat decent. But apparently Janae, for the longest time, has just had it out for me. I don't know. Maybe she wants to date me. Who really knows? I mean, have you seen what I'm working with? No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Anyway, I got put on Janae's radar about maybe two years ago. and We've had this online altercation beef for the longest time because apparently of the uh, the suicide murder incident involving uh, Zach from Nine Line and stuff like that. Well, Janae um, has been recently back in the veteran sphere of news, if you will. And this time it's because Nine Line is suing her for a million dollars, roughly, for essentially libel, slander, defamation, uh, making accusations that were not found in any facts, not doing any of her research. So I posted about this. I mean, this was sent to me. And of course, you know, you don't want to celebrate at somebody's fall in, in a sense. But at the same time, when they have tried to ruin people's lives uh, unnecessarily simply to build a following to gain clout, to try and posture as if you're some type of uh, representative female veteran advocacy in the military, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's that when you don't let facts come out and you just blindly accuse and send your bought followers to harass people, that's where I draw the line. So once this came to the news in regards to Janae being sued, there was much celebrating in the circle of male veterans because quite honestly, we knew what she's all about and it's time that the chickens come home to roost, if you will. So in the process of this, I received several DMs. Maybe you actually had seen my Instagram stories a while back if, when I'm not getting banned, um, of Janae scamming women. And on today's show, Jess, welcome to the show. Um, you're one of those women. Yes, thanks for having me on, John. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wish it was on different terms, but here we are. So Different terms, but... yeah. Start me off here then. So, here so tell are. me, tell me from the beginning. So what different are... terms, but I honestly yeah. don't know where to begin, but, um, I will start and say that as a woman that can, you know, relate to Janae, this is just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's heartbreaking to see someone that you genuinely admired and, you know, thought so highly of just turn out to be a fraud. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is nothing new for the, the, the female veteran sector. Like it is mean girls the movie out there. Um, but when you take things to a professional and business level, that's where, you know, you have to put your foot down. You, you got to do your research, you got to do things right. And, um, you know, she is a relatable woman, you know, she's, she's supposedly been through some stuff. She has a past and she's trying to empower people. Uh, I can absolutely see why women, you know, flock to her because 
it's good. It's good that somebody's talking about all of this, um, right. you know, horrific things that are happening. About all of this. Um, and so I uh, think, you know, that way that I think she does, you know, have some people and other women who, you know, follow her, admire her. And, you know, she boasts about having all of this success, which as another female veteran, you, you love that for another gal. Mm. So, uh, I've known of her for a couple years, you know, through the military veteran circle. And I'm just like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, it's a, it's a badass bitch just out here, like doing her thing. And, you know, she seems to be very authentic and just, you know, this is me type of thing. But um, slowly within the past year, everything is a lie. Mm. And like I said, it, it's heartbreaking because it's like you you want someone to be genuinely successful. You want someone to relate to that's real, that's advocating, that's doing all this cool shit. But when you try to offer mentorship or coaching to other women, um, and you're offering a service based on false pretenses. What the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, but you got to put your foot down. You got to say, Hey, this isn't right. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm like, Oh wow. You know, she's over here talking about, she has a successful boutique and, um, you know, she wrote a book and she, um, is doing all this awesome advocacy work. She's building this platform. And I honestly don't know at this point what is actually like the truth that ever came out of her mouth. So mm -hmm. even everything that happened last year with Madeline and Zach, it's almost like, holy shit. Like I feel like an idiot. And you want to, you want to know what the, one of those most difficult situations or positions she put me into was that I knew, I knew Zach. We weren't like the closest people, but Zach was always nice to me. Yeah. Um, and like I discussed previously on another episode that when we heard of Zach's suicide, naturally we all just assume it was a 22 a day. He, you know, succumbed to PTSD, didn't know anything about Madeline, didn't even know who she was. And then instantly Janae comes after me saying, you know, so we should just wait for all the facts to come out then, right? John Burke. And like, she tries to send her TikTok horde after me. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, I'm, I'm literally just doing my own thing. Here I am, John's off in La La Land, dancing through the, the roses and shit. And then I just get these notifications. And I'm like, what the hell is this about? It's like, what? Normally I know when I'm like throwing out like some shit that's going to catch me some fire back. I was like, be prepared. You're going to get some. But I was like being good, John. I was being a good boy. I wasn't antagonizing anybody. I wasn't putting any controversial opinions out. I was like, I'm, I'm kind of just being, doing my own thing. And then she comes after me out of nowhere. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, okay, I guess, I guess we're doing this. But the awkward position she put me into was that once the story started to unfold and the police were doing their investigations, Instantly, when I was told of where the murder had actually happened or where they had met up at a hotel, red flags start going off. It's like, ooh, I don't think this is something that you want to bring to surface right now because even though there's the murder-suicide, are we also talking about adultery affairs? It's like, this is one of those things of like, just steer clear of this. You don't know what the hell is going on. Let the investigation happen. Don't interject yourself. You don't know. Now, I'm not saying the murder was just... It's, it's disgusting either way, but it's like there could be some things in here that maybe the family just wants to keep quiet and it's not your job to go in there and put a megaphone or a, a magnifying glass on this, but Janae has to do that. She, when I started looking up a lot of what she's done in the past, she interjects herself into these scenarios or these issues rather, excuse me, and tries to make it about her being the magnifying glass. But it's like, nobody asked you. Like, there's a difference if somebody asked you and said, we need help versus like, if you're not, if you're not going to gather the facts and you're not going to collect all the data, and just go off half-assed no that's the wrong way yeah i mean 
what, what media literacy training does she have? And I, again, I I was very friendly with her at that time. I I didn't know what I know now. And it was good that, you know, she was highlighting it. It's like, okay, yes, this is a very tragic thing. Um, but I can absolutely see how you could possibly project your own trauma and issues into a case where it does not need that. Um, and, and yeah, all, I think we, what I thought we cared about was just, Hey, you know, she was a veteran too. She also worked for them. That's not necessarily correlated. Um, but let's make sure that we honor her. Mm. And slowly I felt like with each subject matter that she talks about, um, or issue or like, you know, military assault case or something, it's, it's almost like, is it about giving it the attention that it deserves? Or is it maybe for a little bit of both? Like when you buy your following, you have to somehow engage to get real traction, get, you know, real followers, real engagements. So it felt a little self-serving. I'm like, are you really? And then when you go and, you know, talk to the people in the background, it's more of like, hey, yeah, well, I appreciate her doing this because she does have a big following. And, you know, no one's really, I'm like, no, 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 don't talk about yourself that way. This is about you. Like, this isn't about her or me or anyone. It's more of like, hey, let's bring you to the proper channel so that you can say what you need to say. But it's never been that way. It's more of like, it's been her just yelling at you through the screen, talking about triggering, um, you know, things that have happened. And also it's, it's not always a conspiracy. (laughs) Let the people do their investigations. You know, I, I have a little bit of a background in that and I can say like, don't jump the gun. So there were certain things where I'm just like, you're just stirring the pot. You're, you're a veteran too, right? I am. Yeah. So you're, what is your background? Um, so I was in the army for a couple of years. I did. I'm so sorry. I I was in the army too. Yeah. Burn too. But, um, I did, um, I was Lima six certified. So I grew up and basically like trained a lot with a lot of infantrymen. I'm I'm basically like grew up on that old school type of mentality. It's Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't care that I don't care if you're you're a woman, just hold up your weight and don't hold us back. And what is, what is Lima six? What is that? So, Lima six is chemical reconnaissance. So it's okay. going out in the striker and, you know, detecting if there's right. anything in the air, water, soil, what, what have you. Um, and unfortunately, and which I they was, would attach you to like infantry units because that would be your job because infantry isn't trained in that stuff. We just do gas, 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 but you guys are the experts. So you get attached as slice elements. So, so for those that don't understand what she's talking about there, you know, we're speaking army here. It's just like, they have like larger scale units. Say like you got an infantry company and their, their sole job is just infantry stuff, you know, kill, shoot, all that other stuff. The special Speciality stuff we don't do. That's when you get attachments like what she's talking about as far as NBC, nuclear, biological, chemical. They go out, test stuff. So they'll attach to your unit. So your unit kind of has, think of it like a transformer, all of these attachments, say for like a sniper unit, whatever the case may be. But anyway, just so people can be clear on um, your background. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, it was really awesome. It was a lot of fun. And I think I would have stayed in the army had I not been assaulted. So like Mm. I've got you know, that, but, um, after I got out, I decided to study psychology and criminal justice. So like, I know the flow of things. I know how things are supposed to go. And, and yes, there's always going to be speculation, but you keep that to yourself. You don't want to feed into emotions and rumors and slander basically. So I can understand where as a woman, you know, you're feeling some type of way, but also if you're a professional, if you have journalism experience, proper experience, you would know what to say and what not to say. Um, and at this point it's just like, what are you doing? Like, are you actually trying to help or are you just trying to stir the pot so you get followers? And it's more of like, 
if it was really about you, you wouldn't have to put your face on everything. It's more of like, hey, I'm just. Did you see where she posted the TikTok at the funeral? We're going going into gossip mode right now. Like, did you did you hear this? Did you hear this? No, I swear to God, when she started coming after me on TikTok, and all of her stuff is bought. It's bought and paid for. You can go look at the interaction, the comment likes. Anyone that's got any experience in the social media sphere, especially like businesses and stuff, when you say, for example, you're interviewing like a potential ambassador. You're going to look at the analytics of all of their posts because to make sure it's kind of like, are they actually getting the reach they're claiming to get? And I've seen screenshots of what Janae sends her customers in regards to her reach, and it's lies. These are lies. She charges $10,000 to speak at an event. $10,000. Did you know that? And yeah, no, I saw that media kit, and I'm just like, and those were all based on fake numbers. So Uh like, it's just fraud all around. So how can you you know, everything aside, it's like, how can you as a businesswoman say that, you know, you can help mentor and coach and, you know, help me out. Like I I have a podcast as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what, I really want to like put more effort into it. I really want it to kick off and like Mm -hmm. have fun with it. If it blows up, it blows up. If not, you know, I'm still just doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just felt very betrayed. I was like, I tried to invest in my business and it, 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 it's all based on lies. You can't, you could, what you're offering, I could get on LinkedIn for free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's just, and it's, it's funny you talk about like people that are, that have journalistic experiences, you know what to say, what not to say. I'd interviewed the lawyer that is representing nine line in this case. And he came on the show and he literally verbatim said, I was at a veteran. He's a veteran as well. He said, I was at a veteran event and Janae was a speaker. And he said, I listened to her say, why do we have to wait for all the facts to come out? Why do we have to wait? We always have to wait. And he, he basically said, he's like, that's when she rubbed me the wrong way. And as a lawyer, as someone that respects the Constitution, due process, it's kind of one of the pillars of what this country's built upon. We saw the Me Too movement where it started out good, but it got a lot of innocent people in the crossfire because we were just going off half cocked. It was like McCarthyism 2.0, the big red scare. It's like, have you, have, did you look at a woman the wrong way? You could be entitled to like, you know, cancel culture, just stuff like that. And Janae feeds into that. And the, the most ironic thing is she will never learn until that monster devours her as well. And it eventually will. I hope it does. She deserves it. You know, I mean, you fuck around and you find out, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're out here doing things that you're not supposed to be. You're just in, you know, kind of riling people up. Like, I mean, yeah. I know as a woman, as a survivor, you don't like other people or other women who lie about, you know, or do false accusations and stuff. So why would you entice people? Because it, when emotions run high, people are like, people are addicted. They're addicted to TikTok, social media, yeah. and they're going to run to that profile that's feeding them all of this stuff. So it's almost like, again, looking back now, I'm embarrassed and I feel awful. And there's people that I have had to personally apologize to because I'm like, Hey, you know, that was someone that I considered a friend. Why would they do that? Why would they, you know, but people take advantage of people. Some people oh, they don't do. go into yeah. certain sectors or professions or hobbies um, with good intentions. It's either to genuinely help or it's self-serving or yes. to have yes. access to vulnerable people yep. because whether anyone wants to admit it or not, when emotions run high, you know, just like a news breaking and people are like, Oh, let me get like the the latest news. They get addicted to that. And they're aware of that. So that's how they draw people in. Say that you buy a hundred thousand followers, but now you actually need real engagement. So otherwise she, a lot of people in this 
community are irrelevant. They're not really genuinely contributing anything. It's different if it's just purely entertainment and, you know, a fun podcast. But when you're dealing with people's livelihood, like these are people, these are human beings. Like I know we're all addicted to those like murder military podcasts or like conspiracy (laughs) theory podcasts. But yeah. you have to remember that there is a family that's grieving. There's a family that has genuinely lost and you're out here, you know, posting it to TikTok. Yes. And it's, it's just too much. You need to know what a healthy balance is. So it, it just all seems very scummy. It sucks. You know, again, like yeah. I, I genuinely looked up to her and thought very highly of her. So for me to even come on and talk about my experience, it's almost embarrassing. I, like I said, uh, you didn't know any better. She's good at what she does. She's good yeah. at what she does. I mean, the fact that, you know, I've actually had about you're the fifth woman I've spoken to. And I want to get into how she took advantage of you as with her lies and stuff. But you're the fifth woman that came forward to me in my DMs. Talk. One of them even said, like, I used to hate you. Like, Janae painted you out to be a complete prick. It's like, but now I kind of see where you're coming from. It's like weird how that works. Like really weird. It's like all the years I've been doing this, it's like, look, I'm a prick, but for the right reasons, like don't, don't, don't let me into the other stuff. Like I'm just an asshole with a big mouth, but I would never like sit there and try and degrade or hide like a woman being sexually assaulted or raped in the military. It's like, what, what would that benefit me? Like I am not loyal to the army enough to say like, well, nothing ever bad happens. Bullshit. Lots of bad things happen in the army. So it's like, but yeah, it, it was interesting that my DMs start blowing up and we actually have a mutual friend who owns another company that Janae did something like this too. And they had to serve her mm-hmm. and she had to, she stopped yep. and she has a history of doing this, but I want to talk more about like, how did you two link up and describe for me the process that you went through with Janae? So who did, who did I link up with the Janae? Like basically Janae. tell me how, how did this whole thing start with you and her? Um, so I, I got out of the army and I entered, um, a university in Colorado and I met up with a fellow podcaster. She was like, Hey, like you're a veteran. You're really funny. You're cute. Like, do you want to be on my podcast? And I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm pretty hilarious. So <laughs> let me do that. And yeah. then that really introduced me to, you know, veterans getting into hobbies and entertainment and podcasting and books. And I'm just like, Oh, this is really cool. So I entered this fear of like, assuming that, you know, we all help each other out. We all want each other to be successful post-military service. Not in the veteran community. I don't know where community you're talking about. <laughs> they will slut. You even said it's mean girls. It's imagine mean imagine girls. for the dudes. It's like cutthroat out here. Yeah, it's, and you know, that's hard a on the streets, girl, out. hard on these streets. <laughs> it is, but it's a sad reality because I don't, I don't carry that kind of hate and resentment in my heart. Yeah. So slowly, you know, you learn, I've learned over the years, you know, who, who's good people, who isn't. Um, and you know, you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt because like sometimes it's hearsay, sometimes it's rumors, but sometimes you pick up on vibes. So, um, I met Janae through that original podcast and she was like, just talking really good things about her. She was like, Hey, you know, she's a Navy veteran. She started this really cool boutique. She's got some really cute bralettes. And I'm like, Hey, I love bralettes. Like those are cute. So just not thinking anything of it, but over the years, um, you know, it's just like you, you kind of have these parasocial relationships with people online. Like you yeah. wish them the best. They're funny. They post things and yeah. you're just like, Oh cool. And you get to know them. It's like acquaintances. Yeah. It's weird how that has created this new social bond in a weird way. It's like people I've known for years that I've never met in person, but like I know of them just through social media, seeing their successes, their failures, their life. It's like, but we've never actually met, but I feel like I do know you. Right. And I mean, for me, it's like, I, um, it's almost to a fault. It's like, I try to see the good in people. So, 
Um, you know, I see that she talks about being a survivor and an advocate. And I'm like, you know what? We need that. We, we need that in the community. It's, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, you're opening up a very vulnerable door, but yeah. I admired that about her because it's almost like, you know, people ask me all the time, well, Oh, you, you were doing that in the army. That's so cool. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, why didn't you stay? And I'm just like, you, you know, something, some just dawned on me. Um, being, I was infantry. I was never around women. And to be quite honest, I never wanted to be around women. I wanted to be around dudes. Dudes, I mean, you said you grew up in the old alpha school mentality. And we, oh my God, the racist, sexist jokes. It's funny. It's funny as hell. Like, it, and that's how it was. But nobody took it seriously. Yeah. But when you talk about needing more women speaking up for the sexual assault and stuff like that, I think a lot of guys, myself included, and I'll be completely honest here, we don't really think about it too much because it's not something that we dealt with a lot in our service. But when you think about how that affects a woman in a sense of somebody forcibly holding you down and taking power from you, making you feel as if you cannot stop the bad things in this moment or in life from hitting you or from assaulting, whatever the case may be. And I could see how that would leave such a massive, massive, um, how would I say this? Just a, a massive gap in somebody's brain to say, like, I feel like a part of me is missing now. Like, a, a, I don't know. I feel like just like I'm at the world's mercy. I, I feel powerless. I can only imagine how it would make some people feel. And, and if I'm getting this wrong, forgive me, but it's just kind of like one of those things of like, for someone like Janae to come, come along and take advantage of that, I think you're a real piece of shit. I really, I think you're just a real piece of shit, which makes me even question, was she ever abused herself? Because the case in the military, he was acquitted. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a survivor. So like, trust me, I get it. All that speculation and, um, it, it's messy and I, I don't want to say the wrong thing, yeah. but if you lie about something like that, then yeah, yeah. you're absolutely scummy. However, right. sometimes I, I can see how the odds are against you. It's, yeah. you know, it's your bro, it's your homie. And you don't yeah. want to believe that your friend is capable of doing that to someone. And so you, you want to believe them and then, you know, push comes to shove. They're on their deathbed and they're like, Oh yeah, I, I did all this shit. And you're just yeah. like, Oh my gosh. So I don't really want to touch on that, but okay. yes, personally as a survivor, I'm like, why would you falsely accuse someone when you know how hard it is for people who have been assaulted and gone through those things to even be believed? Yeah. You know, it's like for me, for example, personally, um, you know, I was single at the time. Um, I was dating. I had just got out of a long-term relationship and, you know, you go on one date with one dude and then suddenly like the rest of the barracks just think that oh, yeah. it's like a free reign and they call you names and you're just like, what? Like I'm, I'm doing things right. Like I'm not yeah. sleeping with anyone's husband. I'm not, yeah. you know, doing things that I'm not supposed to be. That is, that is the double standard that does exist. And not even just the military, but in our society as a whole to where a guy could sleep with multiple women and he's a player. It's considered cool. A woman does it. She's a slut. It's like, I don't really get the double, the two, the double sided hypocrisy on that one. I've seen it. I mean, this is something that I've, I've always wondered because it's just like, how does this make any sense? Like if you to tango, I know. Yeah. Me of all people. I know. I know. Yeah. I see that you dance, but yeah, you know, like I'm coming up on 10 years, um, where I I was assaulted in the army and it's just, it's like hitting me. I'm just like, wow, I'm still alive. I'm still here. And what I'm doing with myself. So, um, again, I, I really do applaud people who put themselves out there and make themselves very vulnerable and talk about those very sensitive subjects because, you know, it is triggering. Do you feel like if you feel a woman talk about some of the issues that you've you've discussed, do you feel that's empowering to you? Do you feel like it's kind of like uh, how do, well, if there's a woman that's been through the same something similar that you've been and she's up on a stage and she's talking about it? How does that make you feel? 
Well, because it's such a sensitive subject and because we have had that influence of the Me Too movement, it is good. It's really good to just get it off of your chest, like, you know, and not feel like you have this big scarlet letter on your chest. It's more of like you see other men and women who have survived that and they're doing they're doing all right and they're they're getting through and you you feel like that's a safe space to confide in someone so again it's a very vulnerable space so to take mm. advantage of people through that through emotions is very Damn. psychologically manipulative and you um, said scarlet is. letter in that what do you mean by scarlet letter do you feel like there's some people within the uh, that have been through what you've been through that are exiled or ostracized because of the set events like what is, what does he mean what do you mean by that I feel like you are looked down on, like really? it's wow. your fault or you did something to do it, oh, like wow. to cause it. And you think that's also, a common feeling? I think so. I mean, really? it, even though you know that you didn't mm -hmm. and you did everything right and you said no or you screamed or you fought your your fucking butt off, yeah. you still couldn't protect yourself. And also like as a soldier, that made me feel some type of way. It was like, you know, I thought that I could defend myself, but I'm literally, yeah. you know, he was a wrestler. So yeah. there wasn't much I could do. Um, but yeah, people look down on you for even talking about it. It's more of like, no, like, let me have my space. You know, everyone goes through difficulties and traumas. Like we're Which, in that, that's now. horrible. That sucks that you would feel such a way because again, this is no fault of your own. Yeah. You're clearly taken advantage of. And yeah. then you, you, you're made to feel as if like most people think that you did something wrong. And when you say that, I, I can't help but think about the people that lie about it, the people that try and use it for their own advantage, whether it be to get promotions, whatever it may be. And it's like, it seems like those people are the ones that are making you feel the way you feel because they're drawing all the attention for the wrong reasons. And that's why people start thinking it's like, well, it's just another faker. Yeah. And then also, you know, I had some close friends kind of, you know, pull me aside and they're like, Hey, like, it's good that you are passionate about something, but I feel like this is doing you more harm than good. So I've been, I've been in therapy for about eight years on and off and mm -hmm. I'm super grateful for that. But also oh, I yeah. felt Therapy's like advocating, advocating and doing some of this work and putting yourself out there, it does kind of re-traumatize you. You are, I bet. Yeah. you know, you're talking, you're reliving to it. Exactly. Yeah. So it can also do more harm than good. And so even then it's like, you can also implicate certain things with your own bias because of your experience. So that's why it's very important for you to just let the person speak. You don't speak for them. Right. Um, so again, if I had this large platform, I'd be like, here's the microphone. You got this. Mm. It's not about me. It's about you. So I think that's where a lot of people are doing it wrong. It's like, I never thought about that. Yeah. It's interesting. So it is in a, in a certain sense, but also it, it can do more harm than good. So it's like, okay, you're talking about your experience, but that's just a piece of the story. What are you doing to take care of yourself? What do you do on the hard days? And so that's why I started Resilient and Rowdy is because I don't want to profit off of people's trauma or re-traumatize them. I'm like, hey, life is crazy. It's got its ups and downs. We go through shit, but you know, we're still here. We're we're thriving or we're trying. So let's talk about that. Like everyone has something that has set them back or that has really um, you know, shaken up their life. But I want to focus more on, you know, hey, you're still here. What are you doing to take care of yourself? Because we could all use those tools to like yeah. better ourselves, help ourselves when we have those bad days. So it's it's wishy-washy, which which is interesting and kind of difficult to say, but it, it that's what it is. I mean, that's also why I had to unfollow a lot of people online is I'm getting re-traumatized by getting 
yelled at on the phone about another assault case and you're just like, yeah. will we ever see justice? Has the military um, system of you know advocating for the victim or the perpetrator changed? Is it going to get better? Mm. And it's more of like, well, I'm not in that world anymore, but I can at least offer a safe space for people who have um, been through that and mm. also tell them, hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah. it can get better. Like, work on yourself and you can get there. So again, just admiring Janae and the like for doing those things. Um, and so I think through that emotional vulnerability, you, tr you like connect to that person. And so I, I'm just the type of person that, yeah, I get it. The military veteran community is so hateful and <laughs> just the drama, but yeah. I know how hard it is to get out, to transition, to mm -hmm. succeed in day-to-day -day life, you know, even show up at a regular job. So I wish everyone nothing but the best. You know, if that's what you want to do and you're not hurting anybody, do your thing. Like, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Like, I'm just naturally a cheerleader. Um, but with that, it's like you see people who build these followings, this community, and sometimes it's real, sometimes it's not. And, you know, you learn too late. And so I really just wanted to come on here to talk about that, that there are people in the community who will absolutely grab you by the heartstrings and, um, you know, try to get you to like be a part of their community. That's great and all. But also what's in like, what are y'all doing in that community? Are you harassing other women? Are you gang stalking people? Like, are you belittling other women for also opening up boutiques and podcasts? Is that like, what Janae did? It's not just Janae. It's it's a whole group of women. And it's just, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 29. Some of these women are older than me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought we graduated high school. I yeah. will say time and time again, because it's like, that's not a fun place to be. And again, yeah. like I keep mentioning, yeah, veterans are a bunch of haters, but like, why? If they're, you know, okay, yeah, they're cringy or they're whatever. Okay. Opinions inside, whatever. I don't care. You're not in my life. Yeah. But to wish that on another veteran who's just trying to mind their own business, be successful, it's just it's it's yucky, it's mm. icky, it's immature. Um, so with that, it's like you genuinely think, okay, this girl's doing it right. You know, she's she's positive, she's uplifting. I'd love to be a part of that. Like, look, she started from the ground up. Like, I want to do that too. Yeah. So. Um, over the years, you know, I've, I've bought from her, boot, her boutique and just followed along with her journey and just been like, hell yeah, girl, like do your thing. Um, and so this past year, um, you know, I had gone through a couple changes and I've moved and I'm like, okay, well, I really need to like be consistent with my podcast, with like my platform. Um, and so I'm seeing other people do it and it's almost like some people will just like shoo you away. They're like, oh, like I won't give you the time of day. Maybe they're intimidated. Maybe they don't have the time to give you advice. But again, that's just not how I am. Like there's people that have reached out to me and I'm a small platform. I'm like, oh yeah, this is how I started. There's free options. There's paid options. Like mm -hmm. here you go. Do your thing. Like again, I absolutely want to see other people have fun and be successful. So why yeah. would I gatekeep that? So Janae was offering this like mentorship coaching program um, last year over the holidays. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's the holidays. I've got some things coming up, but like, why not? It's an investment in, in my business. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, so, you know, she's like, Oh, we'll, we'll check in with you every week. And she posted this on Facebook. 
Um, it's not on her website. She doesn't have any terms of service. She doesn't have a contract. Like it, you know, it seemed very casual, but again, I was just like, okay, I could probably get this advice on LinkedIn, but let's see, like she has this following, so she must be doing something right. So it was a three month mentorship program and it was a thousand dollars a month. Um, and she's like, okay, well, I'll help you do this. I'll help you build this. I'll connect you with these people. Um, you know, we'll check in every week and I'll give you homework. And, you know, it, it seemed pretty legit, but it's all based off of her saying, oh, yeah, well, I have all of these successes. Mm -hmm. Look at my large following. Look at my successful book, my boutique, what have you. Um, and again, just kind of naive to it. I'm like, OK, why would why would anyone lie about that? Because, again, like. <laughs> That's a good question. Everything comes to light. Yeah, what, yeah. Everything comes to light, you know? So, like... I, Her book was never a bestseller. I looked up the stats. It didn't even make top 10. Well... She lied the, about so much. To the normal person, it's like, how can you lie about that? Especially if it's self-published, it's on Amazon. Right. How can you... Can you pay someone? And it, it, it literally does pay to pay people off, to appear successful and so that's where I was just like after a month I was just like you know what this is like one it's over the holidays two it's a lot I don't think I've ever heard of any mentorship program that costs that much um but again I'm pretty new to all of this so I'm just kind of like okay and if she says that she's successful and she's got all these things then okay but after a month I was just kind of like dude, it's the holidays. I can't afford this. I'm saving up money to, you know, figure my shit out. Like I got things going on. Um, and when I just told her, I was like, Hey, I'm sorry, I can't afford this. I got no response, no response. Mm -hmm. And that I, no response is a response. And that really hurt me. Um, but I just decided to let bygones be bygones. You know, it's just one of those things you live and you learn, you just take that L and you walk away and that's still something that I just wanted to do up up until now. Like I, like I mentioned, I'm just embarrassed. I feel like a fool. But Why? you you had no idea. You were new to the game. You can't you can't yeah. fault yourself for something like that. All you can do is just live and learn. I mean, did you do you fault yourself for the mistakes you made when you were private? No, you were young and stupid. You didn't know any better. Then you learned, and you look back and you laugh at yourself. So you have nothing to feel sorry for. They're good at their scam. They're good at their game. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now, you know, though, now, you know, now, if you do it again, then you're stupid. It's just disappointing. Like, especially like, um, women kind of stick together. Like we, we can acknowledge that. Hey, sometimes, you know, um, I don't like calling them bro vets, but just, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. We I was the, I was the archetype bro vet. I was like, I've had my transformation. I met, I met Jesus. I'm no longer, I'm a reformed bro vet. No, no, you're right. But a lot of the, a lot of the people, Women included, like yeah. they, they go through a transitionary period to where you have to realize there's more to you than just what's behind that uniform. And that's a scary concept for a lot of them. I mean, hell, you know, yeah. you, you, you're, you're taught this is who I am for so long. And then then you're released into the wild. It's like I, now I got to survive on my own. Like, oh, shit. And so you kind of those old veteran style um, or military style things start to kind of ease out. And you're kind of replaced with the new you, the different you. Yeah, Not necessarily exactly. better, but hopefully better. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like that better version of myself, and I'm mm -hmm. always trying to improve. So sometimes being in this community, it, it can be very stubborn and, you yeah. know, a little, I don't know the word, but just like it's not very progressive mm. to an extent. I get it. You know, yeah. sometimes people go so forward, they go backward. Yeah. But, um, you know, men hate women and women hate women. So, um, you know, you stick to your people who are good people, who mm. who 
you can't be surrounded by a bunch of yes men or yes women. That's true. Got, you got to have people that tell you, Hey, I think you're, I think you're kind of spiraling or I think you're mm. out of line or you're doing too much or like, Hey, go touch grass, get on yeah. your phone, yeah. do your job. Like how, how are, how do these people have regular jobs and like live on the internet? <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it pays actually now. If you if you look at like Twitter or X, whatever it is now, um, the more you tweet, the more engagement you get. You can get paid for it now. So I feel like this is incentivizing very toxic negative culture because now what gets most engagement on social media? It's the drama. The yeah. drama, the, the three C's of social media, cute, comedy, or controversial. You get one of those three, you've got some, you got a good conversation. The more conversation, the more comments, the more ad revenue you're going to be pulling in. So I feel like now we are fiscally incentivizing toxic behavior that eventually it's getting to the point that people get unplugged from social media and say, I'm, I'm done. Like, it's just, there is nothing beneficial to it anymore. It's become so just, and it, you know, partially it is our fault because who do you follow? If you're not following them, you don't see their content. And probably the other part of me is kind of like, yeah, but I just want to see, just, just take a look, just take a look. Right. And then you get pulled yeah. into the drama. It's like, son of a bitch, I did it to myself. Now I'm having yeah. a bad day. So it's, yeah. Yeah. But you realize that the power is at your fingertips. It's like it's just so easy to just yeah. unfollow and you just mm -hmm. don't you don't care. But I feel like there's just like this certain like emotional level of like, again, like you want to be a girl's girl. You don't want to speak up about how you were betrayed or what have you. Because, again, this isn't the first time that I've been burned by a female veteran and they mm -hmm. incentivize on the, oh, well, I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. I'm a veteran. I'm pretty. And that's exactly how they get you. Like, oh, I couldn't do that. Like, look at me. Like, I'm just super cute. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not. No. You can be absolutely. Little old me over here. I can't lift that big old rucksack, Sarge. <laughs> yeah, I do little pretty eyes. No, that's not going to work. Call that? Isn't that called like parade pretty? Yeah, parade pretty. They warned us about that in drill sergeant school. This is a drill. It's like when homegirl comes up and she hits parade pretty, you tell her to fuck off. I was yeah. like, oh, that's why I requested not to go to, I was supposed to train at Jackson, but I got requested there. I got moved to Benning to train Great. infantry kids. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to put myself in that situation. Two guys I drilled with within two weeks, lost their hat and badge for sleeping with female privates. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're a fucking yeah. idiot. It's not worth it. And, no. and it, it, it's manipulative. You try to get your way based on yeah. looks. Like I was saying, like you can be absolutely gorgeous on the outside, but really ugly oh, yeah. on the inside. And so looks just don't really matter for me. But, um, and it's just disappointing again, mm. overall. It's yeah. like, why, why would you do that? But there, she's not the only one and there's plenty yeah. others like her. And so, you know, you, you don't have to like everyone and not everyone's going to like you. No, I'm not I don't. And they don't. <laughs> you start calling people out or you start yeah. holding people accountable. You're yeah. a bitch. You're the mean girl. I'm like, do y'all yeah. stretch before y'all reach? Because <laughs> what did you do as NCOs? What was your job? And I know we're not in the military, but yes, if we do believe that there is a universal truth of morality and things such as that, it, it's on every single one of us to help purge society of those that try and take advantage of other people. So yes, mm -hmm. when someone like Janae comes along, it is everybody's absolute responsibility to call that bullshit out because she's she's hurting people. She's yeah. hurting people. And, like, And again, she could have apologized after I said, hey, I can't afford this. Thank you so much. But I got nothing and I didn't get anything until this all happened. Like coincidentally, mm -hmm. I actually unfollowed her on everything. You know, I, I try to see it as let bygones be bygones, you know, yeah. wish her the best, whatever. But then 
Um, again, I'm coming up on my anniversary. I'm, I'm very vulnerable right now. I, I don't need to see that content. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to unfollow, wish her the best, but I just can't do this anymore. And other people like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything happened on that Monday and I was like, Oh, interesting timing. But also like, you know, she did take it too far. You had a, a good thing going. You could have just said, you know, Hey, this yeah. is so unfortunate. It's sick. It's messed up, you know, rest in peace, Zach and Madeline. But she absolutely just took it too far. And, mm-hmm. and again, just being associated with that is just like, it's messy and it's, it's, it's harmful for the community. So it's like, you need to be able to put your pride aside and apologize yep. and come clean. And I have no problem doing that. I'm still learning. I'm still, um, you know, figuring shit out and I'm able to put my pride aside and be like, Hey, you know what? I fucked up and mm-hmm. I was wrong. And there's, I think that's more honorable than just going about your business. Like you did nothing wrong. And yeah. so you know, she, she messaged me, uh, through Instagram and then she sent me a long text and nothing with no apology. It was more of like, Oh, I know that you sent him the invoices. I was like, again, I'm not engaging with this again. Uh, I'm, I'm taking things to, to legal. So I'm like, I probably shouldn't even be responding to her. Yeah. Um, but again, just no apology. And I'm just like, I th- I sat to myself and I really wanted to respond, especially to that text message after I ignored her DMS And I was just like, if you are ready to be honest, then we can have this conversation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're still out here acting like you didn't fake your way to to claim your successes. Um, And and that goes for anyone and everyone else that's doing the same. And so I also have to think, what opportunities did I miss out on because I've been running around with these people? And so people see that you follow certain women and they're like, oh, is she that's real that's real yep so i'm sorry i don't care like how pathetic are you to say that your business is successful and you just made an instagram page and somehow you already have twenty thousand followers like be fucking for real so um like you mentioned earlier in this episode there's websites that you can check people's Mm -hmm. following and you know shout out to socialblade.com because you can (laughs) absolutely see who's buying followers and Mm -hmm. how many like well i gotta look that up for me yeah yeah. I i gotta check that out do that because uh, like there's a normal extent because you get the bots you get the only mm-hmm. fan yeah. sex bots and people from like india following you yep. and then there's 500 followers mm-hmm. a thousand followers it's like yep. a certain number and you're just like between and- between you and me there's this uh you know when you when you do social media enough you'll you'll know you'll recognize your regulars in the comments like i remember that dude's profile that's what he had to say and then you get you get random people every so often. It's like, okay, cool. But you see some people that make like really good points. I kind of look forward to seeing their profile pictures and see what they have to say in response to something I'm putting out to like maybe they see it with a different perspective. And then you get your yeah. idiots that intermingle. It's like whatever, just ignore those morons. But there was there was this one dude that I thought I had a lot of respect for that unfollows me, goes over to her page and starts roasting me, which it's fine. But I was just kind of like, man, damn, dude. I was like, I liked a lot of what you had to say. But I, I thought you were smart. You're not seeing through this bullshit. So I'm kind of waiting for this dude to show back up on my timeline. Be like, hey, bro, I was wrong. My bad. You were right. It probably ain't going to happen, though. But probably it's just like, not, it's like yeah. man, I'm, I, 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 get, I get most people's position, especially females that don't like me. I get why. But it's not, it doesn't mean I'm going to change who I am. But at least have enough um, good faith, good sense to be like, Burke's not wrong on this one, though. Yeah. And I, and I knew I wasn't. And it was just one of those things of... It aggravated me so much because even she didn't do anything to me. She's not going to. I'm I'm too smart for her. And I'm uncancelable. My God, if they people haven't canceled me by now, I'm not gonna be canceled. But the thing that really aggravated me is like 
She tried that with me. Who else has she done this to? Who else has she tried to ruin their lives? What type of relationships has she tried to destroy? And for me, it was just kind of like, man, I got the receipts, but I feel bad for any dude that possibly doesn't or even woman based upon the messages I was getting from other women saying, yeah, she's come after me for ridiculous stuff or just like high school petty drama shit. And I'm like, this only yeah. exists because we allow it to. Exactly. And it, it is just mind blowing the levels of just toxicity that this woman displays. And she's married with kids. How the fuck does that even happen? Like that your your husband tolerates this bullshit? Like I'm sorry if I was married to a woman and I'm seeing just nonstop drama, it's like, look, you either cut this shit out for the sake of our kids or I'm cutting you. I'm like, I'm out. Like this there I can't tolerate that. That's so much negativity and drama in your life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, maybe she's just bored. A lot of people are bored. But yeah. no, I can definitely attest to that petty drama and and that's actually how I connected to another couple women who were like, "Hey, yeah, like all I'm doing is just trying to start my business or start my podcast or start this. And, you know, I, I get this influx of women unfollowing me and then reporting my posts and just anything to hinder someone else's success because of your petty drama that has nothing to do with their business or what they're putting out there. And so I actually reached out again. I'm, I'm willing to put myself out there now. Like, let me get the truth because I feel like I've been led astray. So I messaged her and I'm like, Hey, we were told in this group chat, this, that, and the other to unfollow you, to not support you because you're this or so-called this and that. And I'm like, what's actually going on? And she was like, oh girl, like, I'm glad you, you reached out because I noticed when all of y'all unfollowed me and literally it's just petty drama. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get too much in details cause it's, it's not public yet, but it's just the example of, you know, mass unfollowing, harassing, flying monkeys. You're basically a narcissist's flying monkey when you do that dirty work for them. They yeah. have this leverage. They try to tell you, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's just a nasty woman. Like, who wants to support a stuck-up bitch like that? And you're just like – I was like, hey, you know what? Let me think for myself mm -hmm. and let me go out and do this research. And so, like I said, I reached out to her. I was like, hey, she, she claims that you did this, that, and the third what's going on? Um, I told her, I was like, you know what? I fell for it at first. I did unfollow you, but now I'm kind of like questioning everything. Yeah. And she was like, Hey, this is what's really going on. I'm a threat to their business. It's competition. I'm like, if it's friendly competition, you just step up your business game. Yeah. Like you yeah. put, put different merchandise out there, put out a different conversation. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like, it's just insecure women who didn't graduate high school that are, you know, playing this role and being nasty. And I just want no part in that. That's, so. that's fucking sad. I mean, honestly, that really, that is so sad. I'm glad. I think men aren't so much like this. Or at least the dudes I don't talk to. Um, because women, my God, nobody hates women and women's success more than women. Oh my yeah. God. Like th th this whole, this whole back and forth that I feel like a lot of people like Janae try to, um, instigate is this idea of like male veterans don't want to see female veterans succeed. It's like, that's actually not it. It's like, I want to see you succeed, but you do it the right way. And also yeah. don't sit there and try and like demonize somebody just because they're successful because they're a woman and they make you feel insecure that, that mm -hmm. there's no cause for that success, success, success. That's all I hope I want everybody to be successful. It's just as long as you work for it and you do it the right fucking way. Cause it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Don't do it like Janae. Janae yeah. doesn't understand that. She's never, the thing that pisses me off about people like Janae is that I've been doing this for damn near 10 years and I've taken a lot of fucking beatings, a lot of beatings. And that's where you learn your lessons. When you're bloody on the mat, 
sucking air because you're hurting. That's when you're going to start learning the lessons of like, I need to cover up or I need to do this. I need to do that. Don't out kick your, your fiscal coverage, just various things. She's not been through any of this. She's not been through the trials and tribulations that come with trying to launch a podcast, trying to launch a successful business. She hasn't. She's lied about it to trying to skip the line, circumvent all the hardships, the schools of hard knocks to get to the top. But she's not getting to the top. She doesn't understand that. You are never yeah. going to make it to the top because you're not doing it the right fucking way. And it starts with having, number one, enough cognizant ability to say, why am I doing this? Why am I wanting to take shortcuts, buy followers, slander innocent people? Why? Because deep down inside, that's a hard conversation you have to have with yourself because you've got a lot of trauma. That's the only thing. Could, you've got a lot of trauma built in from something. And I'm curious as to what it is. But until you have that come to Jesus meeting, you're never going to learn and you're never going to change your ways and you're going to keep being the person you are. And that's what I hate seeing. Like, I wish Janae would unfuck herself. I wish she would turn around, make a good situation out of this, admit her fault, because then it's like, you know what? I think you're a piece of shit, but I at least have some shred of respect for you for actually standing up and saying, I was wrong for doing this. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this. I'm going to change. I'm going to do better at this. But it's like, you know what? Fair enough. At least you are honorable to enough to, but she won't do that. She will yeah. not do that. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I don't know if it's like the current state of the economy or just people trying to have multiple revenues of income, but you know, especially the military veteran sector, we're seeing a lot of grifters. We're seeing a lot of scammers yeah. and I'm yeah. just, I'm not about it. Like it's tough. If you want to put yourself out there, put your neck on the line, like you have to go through those hardships, those lessons, how to tweak what you're doing, right. What you're doing wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think what really solidified for it for me was just like, again, I'm, I'm still processing a lot of this, but I went to PayPal to, you know, look at my finances and everything. And then I see that PayPal flagged that invoice as a scam. So I'm like, okay, this really is legit. Wow. Like, this really is what's happening. And it just, it sucks. That You know why they do that, right? It's because other people report it as a scam. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. So that's I was incredible. Just, like, wow, okay, this really happened again. Like I'm using it as a learning experience. Um, and it, it's just, it's just shitty. It's shitty to wake up and realize that. I just wish more people would come forward about her because if we talk about, if we talk about wanting to police our own yeah. and do it for the sake of victims that are afraid to come forward because of people like her, then we owe it to the victims to expose people like her and say, this needs to stop. You are doing far more damage than good. Maybe your heart at one point was in the right place, but it's clearly not now. And for the sake of those women that are like still abuse victims that haven't come forward, shut the fuck up. You're doing far more damage than you are good. And she doesn't even realize it because it's all about, it's about the money. It's about the almighty dollar. It's like, Jesus, like, really? Your, your morality is based upon the fact or based, it revolves around the idea of the more money you make, you think that's going to make you happier? Because why else would you be doing it? There, there, there's no other reason except money. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, sometimes, sometimes people go into certain professions and hobbies or things like that because they're still working through their trauma. They want justice. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but you need to be able to draw the line because if you start, like I said, reaching, you're, you're putting people's livelihoods and like, I mean, yeah. overall yeah. well-being slander on the line. And that is, you just don't want to touch that because legal starts happening and you're, you can't unfuck yourself. I've you seen the, the screenshots, the messages she sent about, like, don't buy from Shellshock. Don't buy from John Burke. Don't buy. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well, you got to tell you what, your 10 followers, like, good luck. It's like, but even still, she did it with nine line and now she's going to learn and she doesn't even understand. And she's still making jokes about this. This is how pathetic she really is. 
The fact that she got served and they basically told her, this is what's going to happen. You are going to court. You will, you will not going to, you're not going to settle. Lawyer even said, we're not settling. There's no reason to settle. It's like, you're going to owe them a lot of money. Now, realistically, are they going to get that money? No, there's going to be a payment plan, but it's also going to be a massive red mark on Janae's portfolio. And you damn well better believe that I and many other people are going to make sure that everybody knows that she's lost this lawsuit for slander, libel, defamation to nine line for the lies that she spread about a disgusting situation that she tried to interject herself into. And yeah. it's just like, and the other thing, and here's, here's, here's the really fucked up part. We want to bring, um, and I apologize for dominating the conversation. It's just, you, you get the juices flowing and I just, I start going and I'm sorry. Uh, horrible host. I'm a horrible host, but the thing that aggravates me the most about what, what Janae has done is that we want to bring attention and awareness to things that need it. It mm -hmm. needs to be brought. So had the authorities not done their investigation, what need did the Zach Madeline thing have to have attention brought to it? Cause my thing was like, wait a minute, are, are the police not investigating? And it's like, no, they are. It's like, so what do you try to bring attention to it for? Like now if they investigate and say, oh, there's, there's nothing wrong and you know there's foul play, then it's like, hey guys, this needs attention. But you didn't even give the system a chance to work or not work. You just said, attention here, attention here. It's like, but what's going on? Yeah, so all, we're all here and like- Yeah, it's we're like- just like a gaggle of like- Yeah, confused. it's like the cops haven't even finished investigating it and you're saying foul play, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how do you know? They haven't even done the investigation. And that's what yeah, she said. It, that's what she came after me. She's like, but we should wait for all the facts, right? John Burke. I'm like, um, yeah. yeah, it was unnecessary, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it, it's a jab because it, it grabs the tension. It, it, it fuels the fire. And so you need to just allow people who have experience and background in this like military murder podcast. She is, you know, she was, she's a veteran. I've heard a, heard a, a lot lawyer. of stuff about this one. I need to get her on the show. You should, because she does it right. You know, she actually has like media literacy experience and journalism okay. experience and a law background. So she knows what okay. she's talking about. She knows what to say, what not to say, what's still in speculation. Let me okay. keep these, these details, you know, to myself yeah. until, you know, what's you put this, it out. What's her Instagram? This. I'm going to follow her right now. Because you can taint an investigation mm -hmm. by putting stuff out there. And so that's where it's like, okay. We're, you know, we're doing this, but we're getting the attention that we think it deserves, but like, it's, it's just messy. So it's military murder podcast. Um, Margo. murder. Yeah. Oh, Lawyer better. Mom. Yeah. Got it. Just followed so her. People are just saying like, Hey, let her do her job. Like this is what she specializes in. This is what she's really good at. Like um, no offense, but like you're, if you're not bringing those three C's that you're telling me about, you're kind of irrelevant. So people try to make themselves relevant. Yeah. And so that's where it gets messy. Cause again, you have no experience you're, you're, you're reaching and it, it, it just messes everything up. It, it's yeah. good. You know, like she did give, um, Madeline's fiance, like a platform and so did you, but it's not about you. It's more of like, Hey, let's let him speak. You know, yeah. he just, his wife, his, or his soon to be wife, the, yeah. Um, uh, you know, there was an unborn child in her belly and that's just even more heartbreaking. But again, it's not about you. It's not about us. It's about him getting the advocacy that he deserves and Madeline getting the respect that she deserves as well. But mm -hmm. you don't have to take it that far with putting your own issues and, um, and traumas yeah. and making it messy. Cause again, like I feel that, you know, um, and whenever someone comes to me for advice, I, I keep my shit aside because I don't want to be biased. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to hear you out. 
Mm. you know, vent, let it out. I'm here for you. And then let's see how we can move forward. I'm not going to be like, Oh, well my things and this and that. (laughs) I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like again, like maybe if she had, I mean, you're not gonna be like Joe Biden. Hawaii is like, Hey man, I've lost things too. I had a fire in a kitchen once. (laughs) He's like, what? It's It's not the same Joe. (laughs) Like I get it. You want to be relatable, but when you don't have like general like experience with this and not just things that you can just pick up your phone and anyone can be whatever they want to assume to be on mm. online. But if you generally don't have a professional background in this, yeah, it will you, come to light. People will know eventually they'll find out. Yeah. And like you said, like we're saying, it just does more harm than good. It does. It really does. So yeah, I just, she, I really wanted to come she, out. She blindsided it. me with this. I like, again, cause the, I mean, the whole ordeal happened. Same. I didn't even know about the ordeal. And then I get tagged on TikTok of all places. And I'm just like, what? Okay. We should wait for all the facts, right, John Brother? Uh, I'm not sure what we're talking about, but usually the answer to that is um, yes, you should. Exactly. Regardless, doesn't matter. But yeah. So, so what has happened since then? So uh, apparently, Janae is uh, doing all hands on deck. Uh, I've been told by a few other sources that she's basically trying to tell DM people and like do a little uh, smear campaign against those coming at her and stuff like that. Yeah. Does that sound like her behavior? Um, yes. And, you know, I, again, these are women that I don't care about. It's like, okay, you're in the community, you know, okay. You wear a uniform, but what, are you a good person? Yeah. I I don't care what uniform you wear. If you're a firefighter, if you're military, what have you, but if you're out here being a part of the the smear campaign, then I just, I lose respect for you. And I really don't care because you never supported me anyway. It's just, I'm being friendly. Um, so yeah, you're part of the unfollow block harass, um, report your posts. And I'm just like, okay, come at me. I really don't care. Like this is the power of just putting the phone down. Yeah. And not it's not scary. real life. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And you know, you can, you can kind of see it. Like when I first came out with my podcast and there was that one person that I'm not going to name that didn't want me to be successful, but was claiming that she wanted me to be. Uh, I already had a, a one star on my podcast and I hadn't even put anything out. So I'm just like, Shut just, the say fuck up. just say you're a hater and go. Wow. Like, they go that far. Yeah. What did the one it, star say? Or is it just a one star? It's just one star. Cause if you, if you do write a rating, your username is on there and I, yeah. I can track that shit. Like I'm pretty tech savvy. So mm-hmm. again, it's just like, I tracked the location of that rating and I was like, Oh, interesting. Okay. But you're empowering women. Sure. Jan. Yeah. So that's just what's going on. And I'm just like, you know what? It sucks. But again, still to this day, I have not received an apology. I don't expect one because I don't think she's willing to be honest about what she's done. But if, if this message reaches the people that it needs to reach, if you're out here doing the wrong thing, if you're scamming, if you're grifting, if you're buying followers, we all know, we can tell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to each their own, but we're not going to support you. We don't care if you're active duty or veteran owned and operated. If you're not doing it right, people want nothing to do with you. And you have like no say in the community either. Like everyone has just lost respect for you because you're just not doing it right. We've all, we've all struggled. We have our ups and downs. It's going to reflect on your business or your hobbies, et cetera. But, um, we, we done, we do value good morals and ethics because anyone can start a business. Anyone can start a podcast, but if you're doing shit wrong, if you're being shady, slimy, you know, you, you're making your bed and you need to lie in it. Your podcast. What's it about? 
Um, so resilient and rowdy is just a little bit of everything. Um, I feel like I've gone through a lot of things and I just want to share those stories. So resilient and rowdy, it's, it's a mix of both. So it's like, okay, I've been through some shit, but I'm also having fun with life. I'm showing up, I'm doing the work. Um, you know, I'm having fun and I'm trying my best. So it's really highlighting how I've transitioned out of the military into, you know, this community and into life in college. And like what my purpose is, is, really just to entertain people and make people laugh. So resilient and rowdy is just, you know, whether it's myself talking about my shenanigans or, you know, my trials and tribulations, it's just being authentic. It's being vulnerable because when I first started podcasting, it was more of like, Hey, like we want entertainment. So you want to boost or kind of fluff up your story, but that's just not me because the more you lie, the more (laughs) shit you have to like keep track of. Remember. Yeah, exactly. So so R and R is just, you know, funny stories, shenanigans, um, you know, serious stories. And I, I like highlighting, um, you know, entrepreneurs. I like highlighting, you know, other veterans or other military folks that are doing good things. So I do a little bit of like book reviews, but it's just been a fun project to do. It's not to blow up and get famous because I honestly don't want that because you get a lot of weirdos, or at least I do. Um, but I just want to have fun. And I, think, I think having like being a famous podcast would be pretty awesome, though, because it's like people are actually listening because they care about what you have to say. And then yeah. you have a big audience that you can do a lot of great things with. Um, yeah. it's, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't shortchange yourself on that one. I think like, you know, know, having a large That's, audience. Although, so, I mean, realistically, why else would you be doing a po- podcast? You want three people to listen to it? Or you want 3000 or you want 300,000? Well, mm-hmm. I get it. Don't, don't try I'm and lie to daddy bird. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. I call people under bullshit. My problem is, yeah, I'm a little too humble. So it's almost like I don't want that because I also don't want to disappoint myself. Like if it does, it does. You just got to stay true to yourself. You do what you love. You're smart. You've been through a lot of shit. Even if you did blow up, you think you'd really lose faith in your roots? I don't think so. Yeah, no, but I will say that um, I had a friend on the podcast that has, you know, unfortunately passed away. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really, it's really cool seeing his home state and his hometown. um, The listens in Mm -hmm. that area are still still alive and going imagine if you were even bigger and you can do more good like that's it's a good don't don't. yeah and i get to hear his voice whenever i miss him but yeah it's just a fun little project but like i said i wanted to you know put more effort into it and like really see where it goes so you know i genuinely thought that janae could help me but um you know you figure out the truth and you're just like damn like you're really out here doing people like that like because again i'm not the only one and so to do that as well as doing it over the holidays where, you know, people are either strapped more for cash and yeah, more or less money, excuse me. Yeah. And then when everything kind of happened, I was just like, okay, you bought your daughter a new car. You went on this vacation to Germany. Um, and then your business goes under a few months later, like just say that you were struggling financially and you're trying to grift your way into paying your lifestyle and go yeah. or again, an apology, but no, no, it's not happening. So again, I'm, I'm I didn't living know in a boutique went under. Yeah, it went under officially in April. So mm. it was it was struggling like um, and it sucks because like I, I Did bought she have a iPhone. brick and mortar or was it just e-commerce? E-commerce. How does it go under then? Well, so it was it was like small items, like a couple mm. items, a couple pages of, you know, different types of varieties. And then I think she switched to um, drop shipping. Mm-hmm. and overcharged for some of those items or a mm. lot of items. And you can kind of tell it's like, girl, you know, we bought, you bought that wholesale. Like yeah. you're trying too much to get that profit. Yeah. 
So um, it goes under because people don't want those items and, you know, you're overcharging. You're sitting on, yeah. Yeah. You're sitting on inventory. You can't get rid of, yeah. And so it goes under. So everything just starts lining up and you're just like, I'm just sitting here like, damn, okay. Again, you live and you learn. And now I know just who, who not to fuck with and who I really just shouldn't really care about, you know, like it's a loss, but also it, it really opened my eyes up to a lot of things going on in the community. And I'm like, that's, you're the type of person that I do not want to be, be like, or be surrounded by. So, um, you know, I know that I'm probably going to get hate for this, but you know, no you, fucking cares. You, you get hate for it. Like, look at those people. Look at those people that hate you. Like, look at the caliber and quality of those people. Like, consider the source. Who fucking cares? Because they don't want. Just like we talked about the assault thing, is you don't want to accept that your friend did something shitty. And I yeah. get it. it. It's hard to sit with, but yeah. when you know it's your diamond dollar, it's your livelihood, it's your mental health yeah. on the line. Because, like, again, no apology. You know, nothing. Just. So I can't imagine how the other women feel. So it's just like, wow, you're just out here just still acting like you did nothing wrong. Yeah. And and that's just how some people are. They will like the takers will always take and the givers will always give and yeah. you be able to put your foot down and be like, you know what? I'm not giving this anymore. That's, that's going to come from other women until other women start standing up and calling her out in mass. Me, I just look like a vindictive prick, but even I know that. I mean, I, I kind of am. It's like, you did this to me. It's like, it, that's why I, I, I call it the eye of the terrible example. It's like you put one fucking head on a pike and the rest are going to learn. So yeah. when one person tries to fuck with you like Janae, you go after her. Yeah. And then, because I even said you crucify him. And she goes, he's threatening to crucify me now. It's like, you are such a stupid ass, like such an idiot. Well, but that's, that's what you have to do. You got to put one proverbial head on a pike and the rest are going to learn. Don't fuck with that person. Not to that yeah. level. Exactly. So this, I'm really glad that, um, you know, I've been talking to some people that are, you know, encouraging me to go legal with it. And I am, so I've, you know, filed my complaint with Texas and I think I have one more file to do federally. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not tolerating this anymore and I don't want other women to either. It's like, you need to wake up and realize that some people absolutely know the kind of leverage that they can pull and they're taking advantage of you with it. It's just, it's disappointing but it's a learning lesson. And if you don't do anything, then it's just going to show the other grifters, the other scammers that they can get away with this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it sucks and it's a lot, it's very mentally and emotionally tolling, but it's going to pull, it's going to be worth it yeah. because again, it's, it's showing you and others like, Hey, don't fuck with me or Hey, let me, let me not be a scammer. Let me not be a grift. Yeah. Let me do yeah. things right. So, um, and for those women that hate me, I don't care. You never cared about me anyway. You were looking for an excuse to hate me or judge. And what does that say about you? Cause I'm out here just minding my own business, posting, you know, shit memes and, you know, just trying to have fun. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing anything wrong, but you're, it's like when you have one finger pointing at you, you got three pointing back. Mm-hmm. So when your hands are clean, you're good. But when your hands are covered in blood and you know, whatever else, then, you know, that's just, that's on you. And it's, that's not a me problem. So I was actually going to add that, you know, the way men interact with other men when things go wrong or things go south or, you know, you, you've realized the truth, they handle it so differently because with women, it's psychological warfare. And so I'm aware of that. Again, it's like I graduated high school. I'm not, I'm not going to entertain this. I know there's people watching my stories. You're not going to get anything. Like, I don't know why you're here. They're still stalking you? Like her, her little, her little foot soldiers are stalking you? Yeah, I'm like you. Oh, this account is brand new. It was made in July of 2023. Okay, interesting. Good timing. But 
that's exactly what they they use to try to shut you up, to get you to not talk or to get mm-hmm. you to feel guilty. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you're going to see everyone's true colors when when things come out. I'm like, I'm I'm openly telling my embarrassing ass story and you're going to be, uh, yeah. you know, judging me for calling someone out for doing wrong. OK, I, I you know, I see those lack of brain cells going on again. You're still siding with your friend because yeah. they're your friend and you just can't accept the fact that they did something shitty. When my friend does something shitty, I was like, girl, you fucked up. So, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to reap the repercussions. It, it's just, it's part of life. You can't run. You can run, you can hide, but you can't fucking run from shit. And the more you do, the more, you know, consequences there are. So it's yeah. just like, again, apologize, do better, but we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how this case uh, unfolds with Nine Line. Apparently, it's going to be in San Antonio. And I've told a few of the guys that are involved in this, is like, you better believe my big fat white ass will be front and center at that courthouse, big shitty grin on my face, laughing. Like, I yeah. am, I'm a petty motherfucker. I am so fucking petty. And that's only because of the lives she tried to ruin, including my own and my yeah. business. And I have like four employees. It's like, no. I was like, what you tried to do, you deserve everything you've got coming. And I know, I know, actually, no, there's a, one or two other companies that are now considering legal action against her. For the yeah, same, I mean, the same thing, the same thing. It's like, damn. Yep. Yeah. Going around you just, day. Yeah. And it's just, again, it, it's just disappointing, but you know, there, there are consequences to your actions. That's why you should just do it the right way. Mind your own business and, yeah. and, you know, learn when to step back, learn when to apologize. Um, and it's just, it's disappointing because at this point I'm like, was anything that she ever told me like true? Probably not. It, it almost just. Yeah. And it's just, it's sad. Cause like you want, like I said, like you want to see the good in people, but sometimes you just need to see them for who they are and the, when the facts are right in front of you. So, um, but you know, I'm, I'm learning from this and, you know, I have no shame in putting my pride aside and apologizing and admitting that I was wrong. Um, and just trying to do better. So I'm like, okay, you showed me your true colors. I know who you run with. It is what it is, but you know, I, I, it's not really a loss for me to an extent, um, maybe the financial part, but I'll, I'll be getting, you know, my money back and then some, but it's just kind of like, dang, y'all run around doing this shit. Like y'all are just giving veterans a bad name. That's just what it is. And it's, Mm. it's on them. So if anything, it's highlighting, okay, there's some scummy people and then there's, there's still good people in this community. So where can everybody find your podcast at? Uh, my podcast is on everything. It's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast. Um, uh, yeah, everything. Um, once again, what's it yeah. called? Resilient and Rowdy. Resilient and Rowdy, wherever mm-hmm. podcasts are downloaded. Well, Jess, yeah. thanks for coming on the show today. Didn't yeah, seem like it was too for- painful for you. Hopefully it wasn't. No, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm just a little embarrassed, but no. you know, you live and you learn. And um, yeah, no, I appreciate you having me on and us just kind of hashing this out because, yeah. you know, and, and like I said, like, um, I have no problem admitting that I, I was wrong or that I was led, led on false pretenses. And, um, you know, again, just appreciate you hearing me out and accepting my apology and also just like letting me speak about this. Cause you, know, you apologize for, well, you know, being a part of that, that, that group that's like, Oh, well, John's a shitty person. Like, oh. <laughs> well, I am, I am totally a shitty person. <laughs> 
No, I can get it. Cause, like you see, you're upfront with it. Like I can understand your personality too. Cause I get that you, you ruffle feathers. You're very brash and mm-hmm. some people can take it a certain way. But yeah. if you, lie, but here's, here's the fucked up thing. I don't try to be that way. Look, this is not like some kind of persona. Like, it's just that people want an opinion and I give an opinion. I'm very passionate about the things like in, in the political spectrum yeah. and for veterans too, you know, but it's like, I don't know. They, they, they say these adjectives about me. It's like, is that really how you perceive me? Cause like, I'm not trying to be that way, like, but I, I get it though. But no, you've got nothing to apologize for people. It is what it is. You know, Janae, she's good at hoodwinking people. That's what she's good at manipulating. And she's, uh, I'm going to sound sexist, but because she's a fucking woman. Women are amazing at manipulating motherfuckers. They know you just said, you said psychological warfare. You know what you're doing, man. We're just kind of like, we're simple creatures that think with our deck. And if you like, if you just break things down for us very simply, we're cool. The yeah. added stuff, the added, that's women. That is women. And I'm yeah. like, no, I mean, you got nothing to apologize to me for though. Like, oh. I appreciate you actually coming on the show though. And being brave enough to kind of like, at least put a spotlight on this because you're one of four or five other ones that are literally telling me this verbatim. And it's just like, good Lord, this yeah. woman scams so much because people, people paid for it. They yep. paid for the, the business coaching. It's like a thousand bucks is a lot of money in this economy. Yeah, no, so. yeah, it is. But also, I mean, I just hope that it, it reaches, you know, other women that have yeah. been, you know, falsely like led to believe everything that she says. And it's like, okay, you know, yes, they're your friend or, you know, you, you meet yeah. through social media, but you should absolutely question people's intentions like i know it sucks and you shouldn't because it's like oh well she's a woman and she's you this. have to yeah, yeah i know you have but to they, it doesn't matter they use that leverage to you know worry the slimy ones do it exactly influence you so yeah again thanks for just letting me share my story and um and yeah just highlighting that some people just suck and you live <laughs> and absolutely jess it was great getting to talk to you thank you so much for coming on the show thanks again john Take care. All right, folks, that does it for today's All-American Savage Show podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Jess, for coming on there and giving such a um, an elaborate description as far as the antics of Janae Perfectly Flawed. Janae, if you hear this, uh, maybe, I don't know, apologize to people. Start that way. Make good on it. I think most people probably open to hearing you. I know I would. You want to apologize? Cool. Water under the bridge. But if you want to keep going down this road, it's not going to end well for you. But anyway, hey, folks, it is Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you stay safe. You do what you want to do this weekend. Go uh, touch some grass, like she said. Go take care of you. Go do something for you. Start a hobby. Get outside. Eat some grass instead of touching it. I don't know. But until next time, make sure you go check out ShellshockCBD.com and go support us there or subscribe over on Kick app. It's K-I-C-K dot com slash John Burke. Until Monday. Stay savage, America.